0: Bloved, you're welcome to In Christ Hour once again. When we are looking at an ox or the oxen, according to the word of God, okay, they represent around two, they represent around three or four things. Okay. An ox or oxen, first of all it represents, I think let me start with that order, it represents the labors of the servant. Praise the Lord. It represents the labors of the servant. First Timothy five eighteen. Can we have it, Papa, Papa Elijah? Can we have that scripture? I know you're gonna be blessed. It represents the labors of the servant. Oxens were not used in the Old Testament just just as any other normal creature. But it had a very, 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 very deep representation. So, Elijah, Okay, the scripture says, For the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that shredded out the corn. He says, And the laborer is worthy of his reward. So, here we see yes. oxen or ox. A representation of the labors of a man. It is key. And you realize that men that have understood the labors, okay, of the Lord, now this is in the gospel, okay, you realize that men who have understood the burden of, of the oxen actually are men to whom mantles are given. Praise the Lord. We get getting deep a little bit here. You realize that men who have understood the labors in the gospel, because the oxens, all the yokes were used as beasts. I'm going to use the same of the beasts of burden. Among the beasts of burden, these are beasts that had bed, used to cover the burden. These are beasts that used to throw them. the grounds. Praise the Lord. You realise now, if we are talking about the labours of a man or a servant of God, you realise there is a revelation that that man should carry in the interpretation or understanding of what an oxen represents according to scripture. Why is it so? I've told that. Mantles are only given to men that understand the labors of the Lord. I'll be talking about the gospel later. But understand the labors of the Lord. All the labors in the gospel. All the burdens of the Lord. All the burdens of the gospel. Those are the only men that are given mantles. Those are men that are given cloaks. You realize those are men that are closed with deeper responsibilities. Praise the Lord. When we look at the life of Elijah and Elisha, you realize that Elisha, to receive the mantle from Elijah, actually, he was in the labors. He was, he was, he was, he was farming, okay? You realize that he, he, he was with the oxen, praise the Lord, carrying out a particular work. But that, that work through the parents, right? But you realize God didn't select Elisha for nothing. Papa Shaddab, so many of those scriptures please. You realize that when the Lord instructs him, He instructs him to go to a man who understood the labors of the oxen. He finds a man, who was already serving. I've told us, I know you'll be blessed, praise the Lord. Okay, the Bible says, So he departed, then, and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen, before him and with the Papa Shazabos give it a little quick with the twelve and Elijah passed by him and the Bible says and cast his mantle upon him first king 1919 19. and I told us one time when I was talking about mantles then I remember Papa Mwanja also came through and gave us a mind concerning mantles you realize that mantles are responsibility you know very well the life of Elisha, he represents actually the third anointing. Papa Mwangi has done a very great work in that area. You realize that this was a man who was clothed, clothed okay, clothed, okay, with a mantle, which is also a representation of authority, power, also a representation of, of responsibility. But you realize that God gave a man to add something on this man. A man who had already a revelation of the labor. He had already the revelation of the burden. He knew what it means to plow. He knew what it means to labor. He knew what it means to serve. Elisha was a man who understood the service. Elisha was a man who understood the order of ministration because this is service i've told us these are labors oxen represent the labors of a servant god didn't cast a mantle upon him just for nothing <laughs> and i want you to see that and i want you to appreciate that god didn't give elisha the, re- the responsibility over over israel just because he was just a baby. No. He was a man who was already in service. God didn't select David to be king without the heart of a shepherd. Praise the Lord. God didn't use um, David if David didn't carry the heart of, of, of a servant. These are labors, okay? You realize that the life of David, 24-7, was always in the field with what? With a sheep. He was not with his brothers, you know, trying to enjoy just the pleasures around the Father. You know, I'm a son of, <laughs> you know, I'm a son of this great man. I'm a son of, you know, my family is so deep. You know, we come from this family. No, 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 no. He was not just enjoying... Um, he wasn't just enjoying the titles. No, 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 no. <laughs> Some of us are going to say, you know what? I, I, am, I am a son of Papa family. Ah, we are Faneru. But we don't know the burden <laughs> of the man of God. We look at the glory Faneru carries in and and we are more carried away with the spectacular you know what yeah we are we make manifest but we don't know the heart of our father in the gospel we don't know the part and lord in the gospel i'm talking about service here the labors of the servants <laughs> praise the lord he says but now thy kingdom shall not continue the lord has sold him a man, after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be captain over his people. You look at this, a man after his own heart, and he has been commanded to be captain, I want you to see this, over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. First Samuel 13, 14. This was Samuel speaking to a, to, was speaking to to Saul the king, that he didn't take heed to the instruction of the Lord. But here I want you to see that when he's speaking of the heart here, I want you to see the heart of service. Praise the Lord. When God promises in Jeremiah Jeremiah three fifteen, Papa me post that when He promises of shepherds, He speaks of shepherds after his own heart. He speaks of giving saints. He speaks of giving his people shepherds, pastors, leaders that carry his very heartbeat. These are men who understood the burden of the gospel. That is the yoke says, and I will give you pastors according, it says, to my heart. It says, we shall feed you with knowledge and understanding, Jeremiah 3.15. I have told us mantles are given to men that know the labors in the gospel. Certain responsibilities are given to people who have known the burden of the Lord concerning the world. Yes, you're talking about dominion. Yes, you're talking about taking over the world. Yes, you're talking about possessing. Yes, you're speaking all these things. But you have a heart to serve. (laughs) You have the heart to serve. Are you ready to pay the price for the gospel? I'm talking about labors. Oxens represent the labors of the servant, of the man of God. Praise the Lord. When he speaks of men that follow him in Matthew, he speaks of his yoke, because oxen always bear the yoke. Scriptures have spoken about the yoke of the oxen. Praise the Lord. When he's speaking of men that are ready to follow him, he speaks of them carrying his burden. Praise the Lord. But as saints with me, I can't hear us. As saints with me, I can't hear us. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Those who labor, okay? And I will give you rest. Matthew 11, 28. Now they are laborers in the world, as men always, labor in the world. But you realize these are men who labor without satisfaction. Man is going to labor one year, two years, three years, but he has never found satisfaction. You find a man is laboring, but he, he never gets satisfaction. There is that emptiness in them. Yes, they do the things they do. Yes, they pursue money. Yes, they labor to to, 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 to have freedom. They labor. But you realize the end of their labors never carries satisfaction. Even in their labors, they they have emptiness. Yes, they are rich. Some are so rich. But even in all the things they've amassed, they've collected, they've gathered, Still they find with an emptiness. But trust me, beloved, there is a satisfaction that comes to a man who labors in the Lord. This one for me has been a testimony. For me coming out in Christ's hour and later I'm done, for me literally I have finished my day. The rest of the things just follow. The things that I do after in Christ's hour, they are just things that follow. But for me, what matters is being here with us. In the hearing and in the understanding and in the revelation you give me, I speak. For me, that comes with fulfillment and satisfaction. <laughs> because now those are labors in the Lord. And purpose, reason of being and existence, first of all, is found in Christ satisfaction of any work any man can ever do can only be found in christ that is why we are in christ yes you are a doctor god is not telling you stop being a doctor but you've been a doctor right there your labors are not just until you to put something on the table no it is not the lord positioning you in that place to labor. For him, in there you are revealing the mind of Christ. God is not against our professions. Never be deceived. Neither should any man deceive you. Unless the Lord tells you leave your profession into full time ministry, then leave it. There are men who have given up their jobs, ah God is calling me and what and what and later they they, 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 they are men who um who have claimed the place the Lord is in them, but you realize that they, they are in the worst position. Praise the Lord. They just get worse and worse and worse. But you realize that if it is indeed the Lord who led you to leave your profession or to leave your labor or to leave whatever you were doing. He will provide. And He will sustain you. I've come across men. You know the Lord told me to leave work and all that. But they are men who have become beggaries. I'm not attacking, praise the Lord, I know you've to some. You realize these are many who have become beggars. <laughs> no, 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 no. God is not against our professions. If He tells you leave your profession into full-time ministry, He will provide for that. Because the labors are of the Lord and in the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Let's continue, okay? says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now here he was speaking to men in the world that labor and are heavy laden, men who cannot carry the yoke, the burdens of, 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 of their work, but in the worldly city, says, come, I will give you rest. Come and enter the rest of the Lord. And how do we enter that rest? By believing. Let me continue. He says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. He says, For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29. So here we are seeing the fulfillment. We are seeing satisfaction in the Lord, in the yoke, in the labor of the Lord. I'm talking about the oxen which represents the labors of the servant of God according to scripture. I'm only defining one facet of a yoke because I have around four facets of understanding what an oxen represents according to scripture and part of this is the labors. So Christ gives men an invitation, he says come and carry my body, come and carry My yoke. I don't know why this machine is on. He says, Come and carry my yoke. And he says, For my yoke is light. (laughs) He says, In the carrying of the yoke, actually, there is an instruction. Let us go slow here. He says, take my yoke upon me, and he says, and learn of me. I've told us that an oxen is a representation of the labors of a man. But you realize that the labors in the Lord actually come with an instruction. They are not just labors. And this is to the minister. You don't just have but you serve according to a certain pattern and instruction He gives you. Praise the Lord! You realize that when He invites you to carry the yoke, that is the burden. When He calls you to carry the yoke, He tells you, in the carrying of my yoke, I will instruct you, I will teach you. <laughs> that is why every minister must be fashioned after a certain pattern. And if you are a minister and you're not yet fashioned after a certain pattern, there is a knowledge in you that is not yet a revelation. Because every labor of a man, I've told us yoke, yoke yoke that is a labor, that's a burden. You realize that every yoke, every man minister of God carries, it is after a particular instruction. That is why when it says concerning ministration, wait upon the Lord. Concerning ministration, wait upon the Lord, there is a process to learn, or there is a a process, okay? There is a time you give yourself to the Lord, to instruct you and teach you. Every labor in the Lord carries a particular pattern. That is why you will find that the ministration of Papa Grace is after a particular pattern. You realize that the ministration of our sight is after a particular pattern. You realize that the instruction of in Christ hour is after a particular pattern. You realize that the instructions on different hours is after a particular instruction. The Lord has to instruct you. Papa OPM, we love you. He's already in the house. This is for the mature beloved. I've told that oxen. One of the facets they represent are labors of the servants of God, and I think I can talk about this until tomorrow. When He invites us to carry the burden in the gospel, He says, "And learn of Me." Praise the Lord! This is for the ministers. Says, "And learn of Me." It means every minister. Who indeed waits upon the Lord. You realize that He is instructed a certain way. You realize that these are men who become sources. These are men who reveal particular facets in the Lord, patterns. These are men that take men into places, elevations that they've seen in the Lord. We see the life of Paul. I'm speaking about the ladies. Men of God. We see the life of Paul. And in his teaching he says, pattern yourself after me as I pattern myself after Christ. He speaks of the imitations and he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So this is a minister who is not just ministering for just to minister. Prophet says Maraga minister, but he is a minister who is revealing certain places in God after a pattern with which the Lord has fashioned him. Be followers of me, even as I also as okay, even as I also. I am of Christ, 1 Corinthians 11, 1 KJV. I also follow Christ, praise the Lord. You realize that the yoke we have in the gospel to every minister, to every servant, is after a particular person. <laughs> you don't just mark the yokes. No, you just don't cultivate the ground. No, there is a pattern when you ask farmers, they are seasons, they are souls. You realize that there is a discipline. You realize there is a pattern. He just he doesn't just, you know, j- just cast the, 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 the seed into the ground. No, no, no. You realize that. The planting of banana is not the planting of of, of potatoes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You realize that the planting of plantings, <laughs> Papa papaya, is not the planting of yams, cocoa yam. No. You realize that the tilling of the ground to plant cassava is it, not the same way you're going to till the ground to plant bananas. No. You realize that if you're going to, 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 to plant vegetables, it's not the same way you're going to plant coffee. No. What I'm trying to labor here to reveal to us is a pattern, but that pattern is taught by Christ. You realize that the using of the oxen, according to what they're going to plant, you realize that the holes that were being used, you realize that, Holes carry, you know, different shapes. <laughs> you realize that the hole that is used to cultivate potato is not the same hole that will be used to cultivate vegetables. It is not so. So here it is a pattern. Oxen are represented to men who have understood the labors in the gospel and have told us those are men that are given certain responsibilities. Those are mantles. So when we see Elijah, for the sake of time, let me just skip this, but I have a lot to say here. So, when we look at Elijah, you realize that he had twelve oxen. And you realize every oxen actually is a representation of the tribe of Israel. Because those are the patriarchs, twelve patriarchs, those are the sons of Israel. So in the flesh, those are the sons of Jacob. Because Jacob is the testament of the flesh. Israel is the testament of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise, praise King Jesus. So you realize that Elisha, on receiving the of the responsibility, you realize it was to the service and to the ministration, to each and every child of Israel. That is why when we see even Christ coming, in the breaking of the bread, we see Twelve baskets after feeding, remain of crumbs, and you realize that no bread was left out, no bread went to the ground, but it was all preserved into twelve baskets, which is a representation of every child of Israel. Spiritually, you are also patterned in that. Second Kings, that was Kings, okay, that was Kings. I'm only speaking about one facet of an oxen, which is the representation of the labors of the man of God. To, we shall be looking at other facets later. Okay, says, okay. The Bible says, "So he departed hence, thanks,, okay, and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who was plowing. Okay, he was in the labors already, who was plowing with twelve yoke." of oxen before him and he was with the twelve okay and elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him first 1 kings 1919. <laughs> 12 12 oxen this was a man who understood the ladies Thank you Papa Elijah. This was a man who understood the ladies <laughs> in the gospel. This is a man who understood service like I was talking about David, a man who had the heart of service. The promises in Jeremiah says I will give you pastors after my own heart who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. <laughs> every servant of God labours in the knowledge as I've been revealing Christ must teach you. We don't serve just managa, but we serve according to the pattern in which Christ reveals, teaches us, gives to each and every individual. That is why I know each one of us here has a distinction. That's why, you know, each one of us here has a distinction. <laughs> you know, sometimes we are like, I want to articulate it like Papa OPM. that is okay to desire it. Or I want to articulate it like Papa Muanje, that is okay to desire it. But even in there, God has given you a distinction as you. So allow him to teach you, to reveal himself to you in that knowledge. Because every minister must be told first, when it comes to minister, wait upon the Lord. I don't want to repeat myself, but I've revealed that mind. You realize that in the labours of the Gospel, each and every minister has a part and lot ordained for him. That is why everybody, the Bible says, contributes To this holistic person who is Christ. You realize that every man. Every joint. Supplies. Every joint has a distinction. The working of the leg is not the same working of the hand. But all their labors lead to one thing. We serve the Lord Christ. But you realize that every member has a distinction. Papa, give me that Corinthians. It is in Corinthians. You realize that the labors of the hand may carry distinction. All the efforts, okay, of the hand may carry distinction, you know, with the leg. What your ear does is not what your mouth does. <laughs> what your nose does is not what... <laughs> Makaya, what your hand down. But all these members contribute to one thing. That is Christ. So every labor of every servant carry a distinction. But they contribute to one thing. Serving the master, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord beloved. So you carry a distinction in your ministration. You carry something appointed. Let me use the word lot. You have a lot appointed for you in the gospel. I have a lot appointed for me in the gospel. I'm speaking about one facet of the oxen, which is the labors of the servants of God. (laughs) I'm speaking about one, 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 one. one. (laughs) Every servant has a yoke. And that yoke is distinctive. But holistically the burden is we are serving the Lord Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to talk about any other passage. You're going to allow me to end with that. With only the burden. By the grace of God we shall look at um we shall look at, at peace, like I was telling us that oxen represent peace. Because we saw wherever offerings were to be given concerning peace or the burnt offering we see oxen were being used. Praise the Lord beloved. So oxen represent the labors of the servants of God which you can break down and tell the which is also the gospel we also see the place of peace I think they are round four. Thank you, Papa Theory. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. The Bible says, make increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Ephesians. 4.16. Praise the Lord, Love. Hope my noise behind here is not interrupting us. We see here in Ephesians 14.16, as have been explained, every joint supply. Um, I, I think it's Peter. He speaks of, as each and every man has received the gift, okay, as each and every man has received the gift Let each and every man minister that gift to the edifying of the body. Let us use that gift to serve one another. If I tell you about me, it's it's Peter, then I'll end with that. It says, as every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another. The Bible says, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. 1 Peter 4.10 You realize here, he's telling us something very powerful and strong. You and me, each one of us, as I've told us in the labor, they are distinctions. You realize that even in the giftings, Each man is gifted distinctively. I'm talking about one facet of the oxen, which is the representation of the labors of the servant of God. Okay? You realize that in God giving gifts to every man, He gave with a distinction. He gave a distinction. You realize that we were all gifted differently. An apostle is gifted different, differently from a healer. He hmm. is gifted differently from a man speaking in tongues. Praise the Lord. You realize that a pastor is gifted differently from a man with compassion. <laughs> Some of you have compassion but you don't know. Some of you are good. But you tend to claim that goodness to self. But you realize deeper than just to self. That there is a compassion. That can only be given by God. Trust me. There are compassions that only come to you. As, as one who has encountered God a certain way. It is a special endowment to some. Praise the Lord. So you realize that. In the gifting, we carry distinction. In the gifting, we carry actually distinctive responsibilities. Praise the Lord. Because he says, as every man has received the gift, he says, even so minister, they say one to another, he says, as good stewards of the manifold graces. Giftings are very particular graces for us. Your gifting will give you a grace, and that is the grace that opens particular or certain doors for you as a child of God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, beloved. Praise King Jesus. Every gifting that is given to every child of God or servant of God, actually it comes with a particular grace. (laughs) Because we serve God actually in the realm of the giftings. Without the gifting, you can't serve God a certain way. Or without the gift, they are doors that may not open for you, because gifts open doors. And doors opening, actually, you realise that they are graces. With the gifting we start to walk in particular graces, in particular places, dimensions, but it is not more to the pleasure because you have the gift. To glorify itself, but with the very gift actually, your path and lot is defined right there. Or oh, let me put it this way. In the place of our giftings, our path and lot is defined in there. Oh God, I thank you for utterance, because I understand these things. When the Bible says God bestowed gifts on all men, that you realize that in the gifting action, deeper than what men have, you know, gotten into some men, that gifting, some have sold self, some in the place God has gifted them, they've served themselves, some have, have their bellies, But you realize that in the place of your gifting action, your labors are right defined in that. If you are a worshiper, your pattern lot in the gospel actually is in that gifting as a worshiper. <laughs> you realize you find things who say, Papa, what is my pattern lot? What is my calling? Me, the first thing I ask you, do you know your gifting? Because if you get it, then just serve your gift. Because every tree carries its own seed in Genesis. And it multiplies itself in that very pattern according to the seed that it carries. You realize that a gifting is a seed. A gifting is a talent. Praise the Lord. And you can only multiply yourself in that if you're a worshipper. How many worshippers have you brought to God? If you're a prophet, how many prophets have you Nature and grown. If you teach a teacher, how many have you taught? The perfect way that you brought to the Lord. Say he gave gifts to men. You realize that gifts went before the assignment actually. <laughs> because gifts serve our assignment. Praise the Lord, beloved. Praise King Jesus, are we learning something? Oxen represent one of the facets, the labors of the servant of God. <laughs> I have a lot of utterance on this, but why don't you allow me end right there? Because we're running out of time. Marco sila kandi sakadabo shetele manta kanana mashi katalaba liko brinta zaki na mashi filando Father, we thank you for the understanding of the labors we carry. We thank you for the patterns that you're revealing to us. We thank you that indeed you teach us according to the very yoke you've given each one of us. Father, we thank you that you are yet revealing great and mighty things. We thank you for the doors. We thank you for the opportunities. We thank you for the giftings that you've bestowed on each one of us here, and with the giftings we carry, Lord, we serve you, we don't serve so. We thank you for the graces that come because of the giftings upon us, and through that every joy is supplied. In that giftings we thank you, Lord, you've made us able stewards for the very mysteries. Father, we thank you, we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray and believe. Amen. Child of God, if you're out there and you've never given your life to Christ, for you to be gifted, for you to walk in these graces and the giftings of the Spirit, you need to accept Christ as Lord and and your Saviour, as your Lord and your Saviour. If you want to walk in the miraculous, if you want to walk in the power of the Spirit, and the demonstration of the Spirit, if you want to have a gifting, which is by the Spirit. Child of God, if you want to speak new tongues, if you want to lay hands on the lame are healed, and the lame walk and the sick are healed, child of God, you need to repeat these words. Fellow Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are the son of the living God, that you died on the cross and you were risen for me, I receive you in my heart. Make your abode in the inside of me. Anoint me with the Spirit. Baptize me with the Spirit. Fill me with the giftings of the Spirit. Child of God, if you say those words, you are freely and justified from any kind of offense, and you've inherited a new life in Christ. Child of God, tongues are your portion, exercise yourself right now, speak some tongues, just open your mouth and speak a few words. Child of God, new tongues are your portion in Christ, you are a new creation, you are gifted, you are anointed, you belong to God, you carry the life of God, you are a new creation, welcome to the family. Amen, and amen, and amen. Beloved, that has been in Christ's hour. Thank you for tuning. We've looked at you. listen. Yeah, the recording is available if you want to catch up from where we've been. It's going to be available on Anchor and all the podcasts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That has been in Christ's hour. We sign out.